Have you ever felt like you don't belong? More specifically, have you ever wondered if you were included, accepted, invited by mistake? Today, I want to share with you how to face and overcome this. Welcome to Motivational Mondays with your host, Red. I hope this uplifts, inspires, and transforms you to live better than best. Now, let's dive in. So many times in my life, I have had to face this fear head on from questioning my talents and gifts at school, sports, or even my career and my time on the worship team band at my church. Each time I buy the lie, the chatter inside my head, it's paralyzing. What is this anxiety? that you don't belong, that you're not good enough, that somehow you tricked the admissions office, your employer, or your spouse into choosing you, or sooner or later, they are going to figure it out. This fear has a name. It's called imposter syndrome, and it's very common. In fact, it actually takes on different forms, such as number one, the perfectionist. Have you ever been accused of being a micromanager? Do you have a great difficulty delegating? Even when you're able to do so, do you feel frustrated and disappointed at the result? When you miss the insanely high mark on something, do you accuse yourself of not being cut out for your job or your career or your dreams and it ruminates on and on throughout your day? Do you feel like your work must be 100% perfect 100% of the time? If you're in this form of imposter syndrome called perfectionist, then you have to learn to take your mistakes in stride, viewing them as natural parts of the process. In addition, push yourself to act before you're ready. Force yourself to start the project you've been planning on for months. Truth is, there will never be the perfect time, and your work will never be 100% flawless. The sooner you're able to accept that, the better off you'll be. And then the second form that we see of imposter syndrome is being the superhuman, the superwoman or man. Do you stay later in the office than the rest of your team, even past the point that you're completed the day's necessary work and you just continue? Do you get stressed when you're not working and find downtime completely wasteful? Have you left your hobbies and passions fall by the wayside, sacrificing them for work? Do you feel like you haven't truly earned your title despite numerous degrees and achievements so you feel pressed to work harder and longer and harder and longer than those around you to prove your worth? Imposter workaholic syndrome is what this is. Are you actually addicted to the validation that comes from working, not the work itself? As you become more attuned to your internal validation and able to nurture your inner confidence that states your competence and skilled, you'll be able to ease off the gas as you gauge how much work is really responsible. I want to pause for a second there and say that's the one that I've struggled with most in my life. I feel like I have to work harder than everyone else. I feel like I have to always show up and do the extra mile because I'm not worthy of the current position I'm in. But Fran, I want to give you that peace today that you are worthy and you are enough for exactly where God has placed you. Don't believe that lie of being. you have to be a superhuman because the truth is I'm not a superhero. You're not a superhero. The only true superhero is Jesus. I know that's hard to hear sometimes, but truly, we need that help. And that goes into the third and final form I want to cover today of imposter syndrome, and that's the soloist. Sufferers who feel as though asking for help reveals their phoniness. It's okay to be independent, but not to the extent that you refuse assistance so that you can prove your worth. 
Do you firmly feel that you need to accomplish things on your own? I don't need anyone's help. Does that sound like you? Do you frame requests in terms of the requirements of the project rather than the needs as a person? Realizing that there's no shame in asking for help when you need it is how you fix this. If you don't know how to do something, ask a coworker. If you can't figure out or how to solve a problem, seek advice from a mentor or hire a coach like me to help guide you out of these limited mindsets holding you back from your true potential and living to your full purpose. But ultimately, we must turn to the word of God in this. And in Luke 5, imposter syndrome is not based on truth, which is one of the reasons we should resist it. But it's not the only reason. In Luke 5, Jesus reveals his identity to Peter by filling his nets with fish. Peter had toiled all night long for nothing to show for it until suddenly his nets were bursting. When Peter witnessed this miracle, his eyes were opened. He fell on his knees and pled, Oh Lord, please leave. I am too much of a sinner to be around you. I am too much of a sinner to be around you. In that moment, Peter felt exposed, ashamed, and unworthy. He knew the many, many ways he fell short, and his response was to hide. But here's what's interesting. Jesus doesn't respond with encouragement. There's no, oh, honey, you're perfect just the way you are, or you don't have to feel ashamed around me. I'm Jesus. No, Jesus didn't coddle Peter. In fact, he hardly acknowledged Peter's fear at all before shifting the focus entirely. Instead, Jesus responded, don't be afraid. From now on, you'll be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. These words cut to the heart of imposter syndrome and its fallout. The core problem isn't that you feel bad about yourself. The core problem is imposter syndrome is a distraction from action. I'll say that again. Imposter syndrome is a distraction for action. So don't allow your imposter syndrome to paralyze you from your purpose. Come on, somebody. When imposter syndrome takes hold of you, you take hold of it. Make it obedient to Christ who died on the cross to justify your belonging. By the blood of Christ, you belong. By the blood of Christ, you belong. You belong in the church. You belong in your calling. You belong in your career, in the business you are starting. You belong anywhere else on this planet that God wants you to be. So don't look at the people around you. Don't look at your shortcomings and don't even look at yourself Just look at Jesus and the cross and take action because he said, for it is finished. That feeling that you're inadequate or disqualified, friend, it is finished. It was nailed to the cross. You were made for more. You were made for greatness. And in closing, I hope today's episode helped you. And this is actually the part one of six because I want to cover six challenges high performers face and how to overcome them. You'll want to be subscribed and follow this channel so you can continue along with this series as we go over each one of these challenges. It's as we learn to grow and overcome these challenges we face on the road to success and living our best life. And as always, take the five seconds, leave a review if you're listening on Spotify or Apple. If you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. Leave a comment if this really impacted you. Screenshot it. Share it on your social medias. The thing is, I don't do ask for these things. 
for me to build this personal kingdom. I truly want to build the kingdom of God through building this community of champions. And if you didn't know, I have a Facebook group called the Better Than Best Academy, and I want you to be in it because you're going to get this video and so much more one-on-one connections and amazing network possibilities. So join that Facebook group. The link is in the description or just send me a DM if you would like to be invited. And as always, I love you, friend. I'm praying for you. Now let's go live better than best as we conquer this week.